Hi, it's Craig Hemingway, Communications Manager for the City of Moose Jaw, and this is the Notorious Jawcast, the official podcast of the City of Moose Jaw. And more news on COVID-19 in the province as we record this late on Friday afternoon, March 20th. One of the hallmarks of the spread of COVID-19 is that situations change rapidly, conditions change rapidly, and guidelines from health officials change rapidly. And that happened again this afternoon. Uh, we will be hearing from Mayor Fraser Tolmy and City Manager Jim Pufault later on in the podcast, and we're able to record them before the latest guidelines came out from the province this afternoon. However, uh, the bulk of what we discussed is kind of timeless uh, and does speak to still following the provincial guidelines, which again have changed as of this afternoon. New restrictions from the province are as follows. A ban on public gatherings of 25 people in one room, except in places where people maintain a physical distance of two meters. The closing of nightclubs, bars, and lounges. Those facilities can offer takeout as long as they respect the same two-meter distancing rule. The closing of all restaurants, food courts, cafeterias, cafes, and bistros, effective Monday. They can offer takeout. And a now mandatory order for anyone coming back to Saskatchewan from anywhere outside Canada, as well any person flagged by the province as a close contact of a COVID-19 case to self-isolate for 14 days. So those are the new restrictions imposed by the provincial government this afternoon. The city of Moose Jaw following those, supporting those restrictions. And so those in place too, we encourage our residents to follow those new restrictions. Now on to the City of Moose Jaw operations and so much has changed here in the past week. Let's now catch up with City Manager Jim Pufault. I guess take us back to maybe uh, when it first became apparent that we better be ready. I, I think really you know in December and before Christmas watching what was happening in uh, in China it was whoa that looks very much like a pandemic happening and so just the way it was expanding and so you know certainly it was nowhere near north america at that time but you know in january we're getting getting closer and closer it seemed the cases were rapidly uh increasing and i mean those are all indications that you have to be prepared for this and really if you look back at the h1n1 planning that was done in 2009 that was the same type of pandemic uh discussions that were happening and so very much familiar. And so we started looking at it closer all the time. And, uh, you know, our, we start uh, our emergency measures, start contacting the province, seeing what they were doing. And, you know, by the time it came to a week, it, it seems like it's only been, it seems like it's been forever ago, but it was only a week ago. Uh, you know, we ran two concerts and then we were meeting on that Friday and determining what are we doing on Monday. And so... It's been rapidly changing and evolving. And, you know, thankfully we were paying attention and watching what's going on and, and we're ready to act and react. And that's, I think, the important thing. Again, I talked at the, uh, at the briefing yesterday is having a team that's ready and can, you know, think on their feet and make the decisions as quickly as possible because lots of times you don't have time to, to, to contemplate this and, and figure it out. It's just, you know, we have to act. We have to act fairly quickly. Certainly not like a forest fire or a flood, but it's still, you have to react. You can't wait and hang around. Um, and, you know, there's been varying responses to this. We know we closed on Monday 
And I'm seeing that today, uh, you know, other cities and municipalities are starting to close next Monday. So we got a week head start on people. Um, and again, you know, we were prepared, we were ready, and we were able to take the actions that we needed to take. Yeah, and that's why, you know, things like business continuity plans, emergency measures plans are there at the ready so you don't have to try and scramble to come up with something once you're faced with the emergency because then it is too late. Absolutely. Um, again, you have to have the planning in place. You have to have a team that can assemble and make decisions and work towards a solution. And you have to have people that are flexible and adaptable because this is not like anything that we've ever done in the last years that I've been around. You know, the closest thing I've seen to this is probably Y2K because you had so much time to think about it there. It wasn't, you had to do something like right now. It was, you know, you can think about this a little bit and work your way towards it. Um, but this one, you know, it, it, and different than Y2K for sure is that it is so changing so much almost every day. You know, we know we went Wednesday from there was going to be no state of emergency in the morning and the afternoon it was called and we had to get, you know, uh, our business continuity planning. And fortunately, we have a you know very robust information technology uh, department here that has been working towards uh, allowing us to work from home when necessary and, and the technology to be able to do that. And so in the last couple of days, since Wednesday afternoon, they've been able to ramp up and, uh, you know, in accordance with the provincial uh, direction, we are sending non-essential people to work from home where it's possible. So we're able to do that. We had people starting yesterday, which was Thursday, uh, more today, and then by Monday, we should have everybody out of the buildings and working at home. Speaking of essential, of course, essential services from the city do continue. Can you just refresh us on what those are? Those essential services are, of course, uh, water and sewer, uh, distribution, uh, uh, disposal, water breaks, all those types of things. We're continuing to carry on that work. I mean, we know it's emergent for lots of people to get connections working properly at their houses, and we need to do it when we have the opportunity and the people still. So we're working hard at that. Uh, transit is carrying on. People are still using transit and need to be able to get around. Um, police, fire, uh, we know uh, emergency or ambulance is still working. So all those types of services are there. The waste management facility is open. And of course, you know, our emergency measures team, our strategic leadership team, uh, which basically are the same, have uh, are on, we're basically on duty now 24-7, making sure that we're available. We've told everybody, you know, it looks like we've got the weekend covered. Go home, get a break, because next week is going to be just as bad and just as intense. But make sure your phones are on, because if we need you, we're going to call. You know, as much as we are prepared, still there are some things, though, that, uh, you know, we have had to every day have our meetings and look at, okay, what do we need to change today to have it make sense to, the you know, the current climate and, you know, uh, doing some of those essential services like sewer and water repairs. We've implemented an operational change in terms of keeping the social distancing uh, intact for our employees for their safety. Absolutely. And again, that's, you know, we, when we first started sending out information to our employees, which we do daily as well, it was, we can anticipate absolutely everything that's going to happen. You need to let us know if there's something bothering you. We know it's an anxious time for everybody. You know, it's, uh, it's not business as normal for sure. We're doing the best we can. And we think, you know, absolutely we're killing it. 
Um, but again, it was really important that staff bring forward con- operational concerns or concerns so that we can work their way through it. And so I was able to go out to the, uh, the, the complex this morning early and we were able to sit down with employees and talk about some specific concerns. And we've made an operational change to reflect, again, the provincial government guidelines of social distancing. And we are finding, uh, you know, by putting two or three people in a half ton, and we were able to, to, to reach that one to two meter separation. And so we've made the change is that, again, uh, we have enough vehicles. Uh, there may be more vehicles going to a site, uh, but generally we'll still carry on doing that work. And then that way we've been able to maintain that social distance for our employees. And it's absolutely key. If we can't protect our employees, we can't provide the service. And as I said to uh, our staff this morning, there's 35,000 people that depend upon us. And so we need to make sure that we look after everybody and protect them best we can. The province declared a state of emergency. The city of Moose Jaw has not, though we are really following the guidelines of, you know, what the province set out in their state of emergency. Is there is there a, a major difference between the two? At present, there isn't. We're trying to get clarification from the province on that. Um, you know, if the city declares a state of emergency, we have far-reaching powers and a lot more than we can do right now. You know, such as shutting down businesses and uh, taking resources and going in and doing all sorts of things. Um, again, we are relying on the province to give us some advice on that. Um, if we need to, we will. But at present, uh, we are city-wise, city-wise, I think we're managing fine within the guidelines that the province is providing. And, and if you look again at uh, 2012, the flood years, lots of times you had to declare a state of emergency because you were doing things like that. You were evacuating people. You were uh, getting equipment. You were doing whatever. And the other thing is that there was funding available, if you, de- you but you had to declare a state of emergency. And so we want to ensure that we are uh, able to look at any funding that might be available. We don't know. But, again, uh, it's a big impact on everybody. You know, our business is impacted uh, a lot, same as everybody else's. And, uh, you know, if there's assistance to help us get over that hump, we should go out, look for it. There are a lot of questions about the future, and it's really hard to know, as we said, in a rapidly changing situation to answer every question uh, that is out there. Certainly some have come in in, in regards to um, how we're going to handle payments and, and things like that at City Hall and, and property tax notices and, and all those things. And, and some of those, uh, really, they will be a, a council decision. And, and Monday night, we do have a council meeting, correct? We do have a council meeting Monday night. Uh, there's a number of items of business that we, again, want to get done and out of the way um, again business as best we can then we need to do those types of things and again we're going to bring that up monday night uh, city saskatoon city regina start looking at that and making some decisions and so some of those are uh, budgetary decisions and, and again as administration we didn't feel that's something we should do without talking to council about it so that's coming up council meeting monday night there is a mechanism, by the way, the, the meetings are close to the public, uh, media is welcome to be there, and there is a mechanism available to you uh, if you really want to address council at the meeting. There is a mechanism in place, we've got that information on the City of Moose Jaw website. Go to our City Council Minutes and Meetings page at moosejaw.ca and, and just see how, how that process would work for you if you really feel you need to uh, address council on any of the agenda items that, that are there. So you can certainly check that out. Much of this was discussed and even more actually in the media briefing we did on, on Thursday uh, from Council Chambers and you can check that out on the City of Moose Jaw Facebook page. The entire uh, comments and questions uh, from uh, City Manager Pufalt and our Mayor Fraser told me uh, are on there as well. Uh, Jim, anything else we've missed? 
Well, I don't think so. Again, I, I said it yesterday. I, I posted it, I think, on Facebook this morning. I was into Safeway last night, and they just did a tremendous job of ensuring the building was clean. And I feel that the people that are frontline, that they can't control the public coming into the building, that those people are just killing themselves to make sure that everybody's looked after. So I want to thank you know, people that are working in grocery stores, obviously our healthcare workers, everybody that's dealing with the public and working behind the scenes to make sure you know, society carries on. You know, thank you from, on behalf of the city of Moose Jaw. Without everybody doing that, it's, uh, you know, we would grind to a, to a halt. And so there's lots of people that work behind the scenes and lots of people that are up front. So I, I want to thank them on behalf of the city of Moose Jaw. Me, me personally, that we understand what you're going through, not as much as, uh, you know, some, but certainly we're there with you and uh, we're making sure that we're doing our bits that you can do yours. Once again, our thanks to City Manager Jim Pufalt. I'm Craig Hemingway, Communications Manager for the City of Moose Jaw. This is the City Podcast, the Notorious Jaw Cast, and we now turn to Moose Jaw Mayor Fraser Tolmey. And Mr. Mayor, thanks again. Uh, a busy week for you, and so we appreciate you taking some time. Oh, thanks for having me, Craig, and, uh, and thanks to all the listeners that are listening in. Things have changed for all of us over the last week significantly for our entire community and the world, obviously, for, for several weeks and months now. But uh, can you take us through, I guess, what your week has been in relation to COVID-19 and, and, you know, and the things you've had to deal with and, and the people you're dealing with in terms of um, getting a, a somewhat of a handle best we can on this uh, very unique situation? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it is changing all the time. And, uh, you know, uh, I've was saying to someone the other day that uh, we're creatures of habit and so this constant change uh, can affect you but I think we've got a very good team that is able to adapt and and deal with the change and so uh, you know I, I'm I'm at work obviously putting in the time and uh, you know sitting in on meetings and making sure that uh, uh, the operations of the city are going and I'm there in a, in a support role uh, we will be having a council meeting on Monday night. Uh, you know, obviously there's some concerns and things being brought forward with the uh, uh, for the council to deal with. Um, and then, you know, I'm a father as well. And so I've got to go home and, uh, you know, I've got two kids that are now home from school. And, and so I'm there to support them. And then I've got uh, parents, elderly parents that are uh, in Ontario and uh, they're kind of locked in. And so I'm, I'm calling them and, you know, so it, it, you know, it affects you in all aspects, whether it's work, whether it's at home or whether it's family and friends. So, uh, you know, uh, it's changing, but we are, we're shining through, we're, we're doing good things and we're going to be ensuring uh, that this, this community, uh, uh, you know, will uh, get through this. One thing this has allowed is for everyone to have empathy for everybody else because we are all in a similar boat. I mean, certainly uh, far worse for those who do have family members affected by the illness, right? Uh, but but again, we, we are all going through very similar things and similar emotions uh, about, you know, concern for the welfare of your family, uh, friends, your community. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I've shared this story numerous times where, you know, I went to a local business uh, downtown, uh, evolved to get a, a cup of coffee. And, uh, 
uh, you know, I was talking to them and, uh, you know, they're, they're coming up with ways to deliver coffee and get things out to their clientele. Uh, under the circumstances and then when I was walking out I you know I met some of our transit drivers and they're like they're you know they want to work they want to make sure that people are getting to uh, doctor's appointments uh, that they're getting to grocery stores that they're you know getting to uh, drugstores so that people can pick up their prescription and so people are rallying and I and I've said this that you know we are always better when we're together whether we're going to a church and worshiping together praying together we're going to concerts whether we're going to hockey games we wanna we work together we socialize together that's how we gain our strength and that's been a great uh, characteristic but another characteristic that really shines through in the community of Moose Jaw is uh, our our concern for the most vulnerable and uh, and for those that are in need and we really do rally and uh, you know I've gained uh, strength in that you know when you're sitting in meetings and you've got concerns about how we're gonna get through uh, I've gained strength from the people that I've interacted with that have have uh, shown me their strength and uh, you know I, I'm really proud of our community I'm really proud of being a Moose Javian. Togetherness means a whole new thing when we're dealing with things like social distancing and all the things we're supposed to be doing to to stay safe and it is a, it's a it's a fine line to walk. Yeah absolutely and uh, and so you know it seems counterintuitive that we're asking people to isolate themselves uh, but people are reaching out in different ways and, um, and you know, we are continually uh, advising people, go to the Sask Health website, get your facts from the Sask Health website. We also have links on our uh, city website and through our app, which can be, uh, I feel like doing a commercial here, that uh, you can be downloading it on your Apple device or your Android device. And, and that's important. We, we, we want to make sure that people are getting the facts, uh, especially in this day and age with social media. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, you know, just going back to the, the council meeting on Monday night, uh, close to the public. However, we do have mechanisms in place. If you do want to address a, a particular agenda item, there is a mechanism in place for you to do that. And again, we'll refer you to our, our City of Moose Jaw website in the, the City Council Minutes and Meetings page where all that information is there. And better said by you, but we want to hear from people. This isn't meant to shut out anybody. We're just dealing with the situation we've been put in by, uh, by this disease. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're doing everything we can. Um, you know, that's been one of the, the great things of our, of our council the past three years is, is building ties with those outside of City Hall. And, uh, you know, we're calling grocery stores. We're, we're talking to um, different parts of our community that are going to be in need. And, and so we, we gain strength in uh, being able to communicate with one another about some of the, the issues, emergent issues that are going to be happening in the next uh, couple of weeks. Mayor told me anything else you'd like to add here today? You know what, I just, uh, I'd like to just point out uh, that we have uh, called, uh, you know, a number of the grocery stores and in this community. And, and so if I could just take this moment, uh, co-op is going to have senior hours uh, on Sunday, Tuesday and Thursdays between 8 and 9. Uh, Safeway has senior hours 7 to 8 every day. And uh, Superstore is also doing 7 to, 8 every, 7 to 8 a.m. every day. South Hill Fine Foods 
has a delivery service for those that uh, might not be able to uh, get out. And uh, Walmart, Walmart will be making an announcement regarding their senior hours uh, in in the next couple of days here. So, um, you know, we'll probably be posting that on our website and, and getting that information out so that uh, people can follow. Uh, you know, go to uh, moosejaw.ca. You're probably on there right now so that you can hear this podcast, but uh, share it with your friends. Our thanks to Mayor Fraser Tomey for taking some time. I'm Craig Hemingway. This is the Notorious Jawcast. And a reminder, provincial government implementing some new COVID-19 restrictions on Friday afternoon, March 20th. We encourage our residents to follow those restrictions for everyone's safety. And we have the full list of everything happening with the city moose jar related to operations and uh, links to Saskatchewan Health Authority and provincial government right now at moosejaw.ca and you can sign up for the city of moose jaw app with your apple or android phone in the app stores and be notified of the latest updates when they happen stay safe